respected elders, brothers and sisters and students. Sairam. About eight years back, in a one-to-one -one conversation, Swami told me, you're not telling others what we are doing here. What is the work that is being done in the Sai institutions? I know you think it is publicity. You're wrong. It's not publicity. Speaking the truth, stating the facts, stating what we are doing, the good that is being done here is not publicity because there is no motive behind it. Motive to attract funds or to attract people or nothing of that kind. So, correct your mistake. Another time, he said, why don't you speak? At that time, immediately I told him that I have so many faults. With so many faults, how can I speak to others? Swami immediately said, if you wait for correcting all your faults, that time may never come. Speak about your experiences, factually, without any exaggeration, truthfully, and speak about those good things which you are practicing in your daily life, which then only it will carry conviction. And do everything for Bhagavat Pritiyartam. Swami mentioned these words, so I am retaining the Sanskrit uh, words. Bhagavat Pritiyartam three times. So it took a long time for me to realize the import. In fact, that has been my uh, habit or whatever you call it. It takes a long time for me to understand what Swami meant. So, a month or two back, I started writing about my experiences and shared it with a few of our friends in the hospital and some of my relatives and all. Now, suddenly I got an opportunity. Shri Vijay Sai telephoned to me and then said, will you like to speak? And all these triggers from Swami started uh, sparkling. So the victims are here for you to see. <laughs> I was just wondering, who can speak about Sai? That is a question that again and again came to me. And uh, finally, the answer also came that only Sai can speak about Sai. Now, under these circumstances, after Mahasamadhi, what does that mean? 
I was asking myself, and uh, the probable answer is the Sai within will speak to about the Sai without. The Sai within will speak. So I pray to the Sai within to speak about the Sai without. Now, if each one of us is asked, who is the person that you love most? Probably the answer would be my mother, each one's mother. If we ask why, the answer would be mother gives unconditional love and she accepts us with all our faults because you know nobody is without faults and now in the present times you don't have to say anything so mother is one who accepts us with all our faults without judging and not that she doesn't want to correct she will but it's with love now, we have to draw a parallel with Swami. Swami has said that my love is more than the love of thousand mothers. And in the last 44, 45 years, I have really felt the truth of this in various circumstances and events and non-events and so many things. In Swami also, you have this unconditional love. He definitely accepted us as we were because had it not been so, none of us could have been near Him. Sorry for saying that. <laughs> but I take the liberty to say, no human being could have been, could have moved or Swami couldn't have moved with us if He had not accepted us as we were. So, but the, the depth and intensity of the Sai love and Swami himself said is much greater than even mother's love and I have felt that. There is one more conversation in which there was a talk about the degeneration of values in society, character and other things, one to one with Swami one day some 15-16 years back. And Swami, you know at that time, in speech, he used to say, Deva Preeti, Papa Beeti, Sanganiti. So, I also thought I was very wise and started with, Papa Beeti is not there in society nowadays and character is uh, deteriorating, values are not there at all. Swami made a very beautiful observation. He said, unless there is Deva Preeti, Papa Beeti won't come. Love is the basis of everything. And he also said, have you noticed, whenever I speak, whatever I say, in the end, I end with love. The topic is love. Unconditional love, selfless love. Have you noticed that? So Swami said, unless Deva Preeti is there, Papa Beeti cannot come. That is, fear of sin cannot come unless love of God is there. So, let's not 
focus on our own faults and other this thing and all that and this beautiful evening let's uh, dwell on events which triggered deva preeti in me and i feel that this is this is a forum of bhagavatas bhagavatas are those who love god this is a forum i feel that each one of you is a bhagavata who loves god otherwise you won't be here even once each sentence will be so boring that you'll all go off so sharing the experiences of each one of the bhagavadas over a period of time in shirdi sai is this thing and all the sacharita is being read by millions and millions of people all over the world the same book in satya sai is there are millions of devotees who have been touched by the sai love and i'll try to narrate in the next one hour till you get bored some of the events that happened uh in my life some of the experiences i have had some of the exclusive moments i have had but of course in by no means exhaustive now as i i first thank karthik for introducing me and brindavan uh, is the first place in which i met or i had darshan of swami so i have to start with brindavan and the first event and first experience which is still in my memory right now is june 1967 the, of course there is no question of any hall the entire place was full of trees it used to be very very cold and there used to be one path from this gate to that gate a curved path not this path this this looks like uh, Uh, l inverted l or something but there used to be a curved path from this gate to that gate i am not even sure whether it was concreted or not i am not very it's hazy 45 years and uh, what is that path that path is the sai path so every day the the of course tri uh, uh, vrindavan was not there April 26 1984 we are talking about June 67 there was an old building which the trust purchased and uh, swami used to stay there and devotees used to gather in this path to my memory it was only on the from swami's perspective it was right side was ladies and left side was gents and we used to be here and lot of trees excluding that path the whole thing was littered with trees and we used to come from bangalore and india in the 60s is entirely different from the india that you see for students most of them are students absolutely materially it was very 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 backward very few buses used to come here it will take ages to come here from uh, the city and very few will venture and even news about swami was very very scanty we, we never knew whether swami is here or not very few elders used to have that uh, news dr padmanabhan great devotee of swami 
Gangadhar Shetty sir, very few people used to know Dr. Chandar. So my father and a few uh, uh, colleagues of my father in his office. So we, we had to keep on asking whether Swami is coming, when he is coming, whether he is there or not. So one such beautiful morning, I accompanied my father here to this place. And uh, my father was intent that he should tell Swami that I had taken Sanskritam in 8th standard. I don't know. It was not a great event by any, any this thing at all that. But you know, Swami is Swami. So as soon as Swami came out, you know, not many sevadas and people won't tell you to sit down and this and that and all that. All these things were hardly any sevadas. I don't remember any. So a lot of freedom was there and Swami used to control through His love only. He used to say, sit down, sit down, sit down. So we just stood up. My father stood up and then uh, told Swami that uh, my son has taken eighth standard, uh, Sanskritam in eighth standard. I was about seven, eight people away, very young and uh, hardly knowing what is happening here and feeling very cold and sometimes feeling, I don't know, I could have stayed in my house, why did I come here, that sort of thing and all. Then immediately Swami came near me, about 10 feet, created Vibhuti and then gave. Nothing very spectacular because you know in those days, a 12 year old boy or somebody getting Vibhuti and all, everybody will crane their necks and then see oh, who is this fellow who has got that and all that. And uh, I was blinking and then Swami gave that, I ate it and then Swami said, Bhaga Chadu, Nayana. The words are still ringing. The Swami who came out in June 67 is still, still fresh in my mind. And it had tremendous potency. Those words had tremendous potential. Over the years, I have, I have been fortunate to receive uh, Swami's Vibhuti several times. And I found every time it sort of transformed me in some way, created Vibhuti. And, uh, and the words that Swami utters had some strange effect. And the meaning of those words were immediately uh, very... What is this? Uh, I am just in 8th standard and what is the study well and this and that. It just goes off. It's just there in your mind and you just go and play and other things. Chronologically, the second incident that I remember is uh, July 69, Guru Purnima. We were uh, told by my father and some devotees that Swami is going to give Amritam. And uh, we had heard about Amritam in the scriptures and other, uh, this thing and all that. So we were very intent, the whole family was very intent. Father, mother, myself, my sister, brother and all that. We were planning to come here in spite of all the difficulties. And by His grace we came. There was a speech, I don't, I don't remember exactly where the speech was. There was a speech by Swami and after the speech, Swami started distributing uh, Amritam. He had a jug, beautiful silver jug, and had a beautiful silver spoon. We thought that somebody else is going to distribute or something at all. And Swami started distributing. And the whole place was full of devotees. And hardly any sevadal, and the people used to fall on him. And some sort of a line was made. And slowly and steadily, each person, Swami started giving and we were very, very thrilled. We were just noticing him. When is he going to come near us? When is he going to give? So much of love, so much of patience. 
and Swami, inch by inch, one by one, one by one, Padanamskaram, you can take to your heart's content. Till you see the feet, you just keep your uh, hands on it. And we feasted our eyes on his form and had the Amritam. In fact, three, four hours Swami gave. And after nine o'clock, there was one close devotee, Raja Radigaru. He gave another two, three hours. My mother and others got at 11 or 12 and they came at 12 or 1 o'clock. But we were full of bliss that Amritam was uh, real uh, Amritam within. With all the difficulties and the, uh, you know, you wouldn't have taken Tiffin or you wouldn't have, uh, it would be very cold, you had to go back, three hours it will take and all that. But every time in the first three, four years I came, there was something very young, and I could have played and done, done something, this, that and all that. What is it that was making me come? I, I used to wonder. One smile of Swami and one look that was what we were expecting. He was not talking to me at all in the initial years. But even though my father had bought a couple of interviews in the 60s, he was not talking to me. I used to just come over and if he just sees me for a fraction of a minute, gives a smile, that was enough for me to go through all the audience to come here and then go back to the old My first experience in uh, Prashanti Lunaya was in February 17. All of us, like the Guru Purnima, all of us, the whole family went. But the first time is I stepped on the sacred soil of Prashanti Lunaya, even though my father terribly had been going there. It was very primitive, just one shed. You could also sleep in the veranda there, you know, the old building of Krishanthi Lake. You could sleep in the veranda if you want anybody. And uh, people used to sleep inside the Bhajan also. Everything was informal. There was a canteen. It had food, the main ingredients of which was tamarind and chilies. It was very, very digestive, hormonal, very digestive. The external surroundings were primitive, but the other part of it, you had to go to Chitraji for everything. You had to carry your own uh, balls and all that. Swami used to come out at 7, 7.30. Completely throughout the day, the people, almost everybody will get a chance, either an interview or some words or a smile or something. Kind of. And budgets used to be from 11 to 12. And 11 sharp Swami will be there in the Bhajan Hall and 12 after they are only one hour Bhajan in the morning and one hour in the evening, 6 to 7. Complete darshan, you can, you will be tripped in Swami's bliss and grace. On the one side you have a primitive surrounding, on the other side you have 7, 8 hours of Swami's uh, company, which used to make us uh, into raptures. So that was a beautiful uh, experience of uh, Ananda, Divine Ananda. Because you know, you, you're near Swami and you're drenched with this Ananda. Somehow it, it's, it gets into your own, this is all that you forget everything and you're into it. And you remember it for our time to come. And now I'll have to introduce a little bit of my education, as Karthik was saying. I did my chemistry honors from Delhi and I wanted to continue MSc or something. But before that, 
There were two events. One event was Swami came to Delhi in 72. And he stayed nine days in Sri Sohanlalji house. He was a member of parliament. And they were all volunteers. The first time I was introduced as a volunteer, the taste of seva, the taste of service, when I was 18, 17. And it was fantastic. 24 bar 7. Swami was available almost from 5.30 in the morning till 9 in the night. There was Nagar Sankirtan and at the end of it, Swami would give that Vishnu Pradarshan from the first floor. The crowds used to be continuously, they surrounded the, the residents of Swami in those days. Just surrounded. Nothing would make them go. Compound hall was broken. And Swami obliged by coming. Unscheduled darshan was so many. Once they could see and all that, he went and walked on the parapet wall. He walked on the parapet wall. The, the figure, figure of Swami was unimaginable at that time. He could do anything. Body was in tremendous uh, thing. And Swami walked on the parapet wall to give uh, darshan. Morning till night. But you are not just devotees who are coming to enjoy. We have to. Uh, volunteer service. We had a crowd control and all that. Mostly we were walking from the village, but we think it's crowd control. It's an opportunity to have a session. That is the flop uh, side of the whole thing. But uh, nine days and two public speeches, so we went to Shimla and uh, Oga. Tremendous uh, bliss and uh, the taste of Seva, and on the last day Swami rewarded us with a two-hour uh, interview exclusively for Seva Das. And that was the first, I think, uh, group interview I, I got. And I was very, very happy about it. And uh, Swami spoke and then gave his arms. On the first day, he said, he gave us badges. He himself used to give badges. Any number of badges he used to give us. We have received us and kept it. So we did any... Uh, the next uh, important event which really triggered a change in my life is summer camp 1973. That was the second summer camp. The first summer camp Swami did in uh, 1972. The second, 1973. Because well, his hospital buildings were not there. And uh, Swami's residence was there, but at the back he had made of Panda. It was about one third of this uh, I was attached. And uh, that was the, that was like your auditorium hall. There was no auditorium hall, there was no college here. Uh, college was there. I remember the college inauguration there in 1969. There was a five students were there. That was the first, uh, uh, I think there are some students in the first or second class, still there my friends. Only the small shed there, the five students were there, that was the hostel, that was the teaching class, and we had a few teachers there. And one was coming on the residence, friends, a lot of time with them. <laughs> the, uh, the external environment was primitive, and internally, Swami was flooding everybody with grace. The 73 summer camp was very, very unique. In the sense, the first day I came to Delhi, it was raining, and Swami arranged for us to eat with him. I don't like something. You were uh, totally unexpected. And uh, one of were there. Several rooms. I don't remember how many rooms were there in the village. And uh, he apologized profusely and then said, uh, 
you don't really can eat with me. I also eat a lot of you. So it was a fantastic experience that eating with Swami or something. It took a few minutes as usual and uh, went around. The 30 days summer camp, Bajagavanda was the visiting all the great days Swami spoke. It was packed with uh, programs, right from uh, Nagasakirtan. And then there was a balcony some of the things there in the building. It is not a picture, it's an open uh, balcony somehow. And uh, in the morning, after the Nagas and Kirtan, we used to sing there, you know, ending. And uh, so we used to stand there every day of the 30 days. And we used to observe the halo, Swami's halo, behind the wall, moving around the sun. There is, uh, if you haven't talked about the summer camp, that the day one hour, the summer camp, Swami, Right from morning, he was there available for all the devotees. All the students, you know, 600 students from all over India. And uh, right from Nagarasakirtan, that Vishwarupa uh, Darshan, then there used to be yoga. He used to come and correct our yoga, yoga asanas. Then breakfast used to be there, going round and round and round and round. Then the classes used to start, before the classes itself, he will go there, we also go there. In the classes, he will just come and sit next to anybody. You don't know. He just comes and smiling and just sit next to you. Nine, twelve classes and, uh, and then uh, three to five classes. And then evening again, uh, speeches, the summary and other things. All the time you are there. If there is a summer camp in which Swami is not there all the time or it is very or you know, have an experience. <laughs> so, some of my friends who have attended that summer camp uh, are still my friends, and whenever we meet, we only talk about it. <laughs> it, it was uh, so full of uh, this. So, we talked a lot in those days in the summer camp. At that time, television had come only in Delhi. At that time, since so Swami said, television is Delhi Bisham. Now, of course, the television, nobody lives. And uh, then, do you see cinema? He asked. He, he sort of, he can't say no. So, <laughs> he said, if you see cinema, see Niyama in cinema. See all of them. Don't see all of them. And every day, on Sunday, we used to have some Shabda. And Swami used to distribute ice cream to all the six of from his own hand. One day I was thinking, you know, near the gate, someone was standing and we were all going here and there, classes were not there. Suddenly, one was running around here. There was a camera and Swami had just then created a Mysore Park, big one. And it was melting. And it was very hot. And he was holding it there and all of us, we were supposed to take a little bit of it. I remember that. Now, cutting short some of these incidents, which means a lot of this. You know, it's, uh, Sai After I finished my in, in Chatham Accountancy examination, I was totally blank, even though I had studied six or months. And uh, I simply kept the paper and then started praying. Simply started praying how long I don't know. After some time I just woke up sort of and uh, started writing. The whole thing was a success. What Swami had said in 
seven, study well. It is not just a, a request for me to study well or an order to study well. It was, he's, he, it's a command to study well. That's all, you study well and you'll get it. Whatever you write, you'll get it. Even the answers are wrong, I'll see that you get it. That has been my experience in, uh, in my own, uh, be it uh, PMC or BSC or Chad Accountancy or whatever it is. I passed out and see After I passed out, I wanted to work with Swami in Swami's institutions inside the Swami wouldn't take me at that time. He, I am not mature, probably. The time was not okay. And uh, I got some apartment orders and then got it blessed by Swami and joined some company here. But life was not what I wanted it to be. Nine years I was in Bangalore, I was not all happy, uh, just going and then I, 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 I always thought that you should work for all this, uh, this thing, all that for money, this, that, that. Just work for Swami and uh, all other things should be taken care of. That was there in the back of my mind, right from, my, from the beginning. So, the number 79 my, my work, Employment started. I was feeling miserable. I got an opportunity to go to go abroad, Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, and I was there for about two years. When I was there, the really uh, very strong turning point in my life. I had been there for about sixteen months, and uh, around June, July, nineteen ninety. I had a very strong urge to quit the whole thing and then come and join Swami. I was just wondering, what am I doing here? Earning money and this and that and all that. I can continue with all these things for some more time and uh, then go back and then build some house and this and that and all that. But I'm getting any satisfaction. Something lasting, something deep, something which I really want to do, I would like to do. And then I have read a little bit of Kato Pradesha, where Lord Yama tells Najiketa about shares and prayers, the path of the blessed, the path of the good, long was Something I had read, really hard, hard as hard, you know. Those things kept coming. I said, first let me go to India and then for a long time I have not seen so many hand pressure. Let me go to India and then start. Let, let me ask Swami what I should do. Swami did not talk to me very much those days and all that. But still I said, yes, let me. So in July I came here. I came along with my father. We stayed for four days. I had only 15 days leave. Uh, I came to Budavati. I went to Budavati. And Swami uh, didn't see me or talk to me or anything. I met with Chanda Gondon who was working there. He was still there. Oh, he said you give letters to Swami and all that and I started uh, giving that and four days I stayed nothing happened. I came back to Bangalore. Again there was an urge. I went back again. I think it was 12th July 1919. Went back. Scribbled something around 3 o'clock in the afternoon before Swami's session. About my name, my profession. And when Swami came around 3 34 o'clock, I just trust that whatever you call it, Swami, I'm going to do something. 
phone just smiling on nothing happened. I went back, I was uh, living in the shed there, so nobody would give me anything. I just left him in the shed around 7 in the night, evening. The secretary of the trust came to the shed. He said, he asked, is there anybody by the name of Parthasari? Parthasari is my father's name. The violator is said Parthasari Krishna Parthasari. I didn't bother, my name was not Parthasari, I was very sure. Whatever other people were. And, uh, he kept on ten minutes and then suddenly he said, is there any charter around the ministry? Suddenly I woke up and then I said, uh, I declared myself as God and said, I am the charter of Then what is your full name? I said, yes, yes, yes. I have been calling you for ten minutes, what are you doing? You can't. Swami has told me to make you sit in front of the uh, first arch. Kulak Hall was not there in '95. First arch. I asked him what to He said, I don't know. He told me to tell you this and you better come at 7 in the morning and then sit there. There was another charter one who was also waiting. Subsequently, he joined the university at Mohan Krishna. Next day morning, Sony came and uh, he passed through. After the lady said, he passed through that arch and uh, took some people for the interview, went to the uh, interview room. Actually, one other interview was going on, but we decided to stay there. We don't have any more interviews. The first interview was over. We were wondering what's going to happen. Swami, Swami's actions are very, very uncertain. Nobody knows what he's going to do. When he says something, you don't know what it really implies and when it's going to rectify it. from the first arch outside to the interview room, Swami is standing there about 150 feet. Swami just two, three minutes did something and suddenly looked towards us and then called us. That was a 100 meter sprint. I think Usain Bolt will be proud of it if he had seen that. <laughs> we were in the interview room even before Swami could enter. We were waiting for that. And uh, Swami called a few more people, it was the second interview, few more people and we were inside. Swami spoke to a few people, then called me and the other chartered accountant to the inner interview room and asked directly, when are you going to join? I had not, I had just given a letter the previous day at 4 o'clock or something. 7 o'clock the secretary calls and next day morning Swami says, when are you going to join? Where to join? I just wanted to work there. I had given that. But when are you going to join and all that? I asked Swami, can I, can I come here? I, shall I reserve, I mean, uh, uh, resign the job abroad and then come here and all that? Yes, yes. I saw your letter, he said. You can come. You can work for me. Then after 10-15 minutes, he spoke to us and then he said, I'll call you tomorrow. The next day, we were not seated. Uh, we didn't have the privilege to sit, sit there. We were seated somewhere on the East Prashanti back, some 20 rows or something, 10, 20 rows. Swami came all the way. From a long distance, he said, two of you come. We were wondering whether you're going to miss us, whether you'll forget. Yesterday he said this, that, and all sorts of things were going on. Called us and spoke for, uh, uh, not only two,
some waiting boys were there, about seven, eight boys were there. And uh, Swami spoke to us for about one, one and a half hours. That was very, very serious talk. Swami mentioned it's a rare privilege to serve divinity. You have to be very clear before you come here what you want from here. And uh, you should not, mind should not waver after that. Coming here and doing something for some time, then going off and this and that is not good for you. And so many things which he said didn't make too much of a meaning at that time. All those things were recorded in our brain and we didn't attach too much of importance. Here we are, we have not even joined and we are somewhere working abroad and all that. Then coming here, let us join and afterwards, let us see what it is and other things and all that. I went back and resigned came back and joined in uh, December 90. That was the beginning. December 90 was the beginning of Seva. And by His grace, these last 21 years has been, even though eventful, He has seen me through all the ups and downs that one generally goes through. When I came back, and uh, immediately I left uh, the house without telling anything. I, I mean, I told them. Three, four days I was there, I had not settled uh, all the bank account, this, that, nothing. Just went to Budavarthi, that's all, that was the end of it. I thought that 14 December or something, I still remember the date, 1990, and I thought once I go there, immediately Swami will call me, give me something, service. Nothing of that kind happened. <laughs> 15 December, 16, 21st, 22nd, 30th, 31st, nothing. and. January, also nothing happened, January first week. Second week, Swami came to Brindavan. I also came here, I stayed with my parents here. Swami would see me and wouldn't say anything. Then he went back, I also went back. Then Swami slowly started interacting. He said, uh, what do you want to do here? I said, Swami, I want to serve. He said, you want to teach uh, in the university or you want to work uh, in the trust? I said, I would like to teach. Oh, oh, I see. He kept quiet because that was not his idea. And how to teach me so that I won't teach the others, it, it became a dilemma for him. So what he would say is, you go and meet a uh, so-and-so trustee and take his advice. So every day he would uh, say, you go and meet so-and-so, go and meet the registrar, meet the trustee, meet somebody else and this and that and all that. I was just wondering, what is happening? I wanted to come. I gave him a letter. He said, okay. Having come here, what is happening? But Swami wouldn't trust anything on anybody. He wanted me to learn the lesson. Whenever he asked something, I should say it is so, as per Swami's will, I'll do. I was very, very far from that position at that time. I had, a, I had my own will in everything. And Swami started his lessons. So the first lesson was, you don't choose what you should do or should not do. Trust me. Having trusted me by coming here, when I ask something, you say, no, I want this, I want that. What is really good for you, what is not really good for you, you won't know. 
i know you leave it to me till that lesson was learned he never uh, got me into any service and uh, after two two and a half months i also used to introspect and uh, i said there is something wrong with me otherwise this can't go on and every day but i was very happy that swami was talking to me but nothing was happening and i was wondering what what am i doing here sort of and slowly the transformation swami was doing from within i didn't know i didn't know all this within and without business and all that coming from outside and of course even though i had been coming to swami all part time sevadal coming doing something and then going and all that once you go to the ambit near him inwardly the change has to take place and he sees to it that it takes place how it's a very slow process if you don't learn if you introspect and learn and try to surrender it's a very fast process there, there there must have been so many devotees would have been evolved enough to really grasp this whole scenario and surrender to him and very fast they'll ingratiate themselves to swami and all that but i was a very slow learner even today i'm learning so many things which he taught me long time back so then i started introspecting and then i said why should i decide why not i leave it to him there is definitely he is playing playing and uh, these are his leelas now let me uh, now try some other tactics let me just say swami it's your will i don't know half heartedly or full heartedly i can't still recollect at least i said okay let let me try somebody said you go and uh, pray to that ganesh in that ganesh gate nearby then swami will give you and all that all sorts of things i started trying then one day when my father had come from bangalore and all that suddenly swami said he called us for an interview that was on the 15th of february 91 after about two months or something at all that all this play and then in that interview among so many things he said uh, i'll give you some service and you, uh, you don't teach you work here in the trust so the first uh, service was book trust 91 and every day there is not much work and uh, the accounts and other things and all that very not much uh, very complicated and all that i could do it fast one or two hours the best part of it was morning and evening i could go and sit in the bhajan hall and happily enjoy his darshan then and two three years went swami gave some additional responsibilities like you look after the bhakta sahayak sang accounts always accounts only finance and accounts and all that okay then one day in 95 after mahashivaratri suddenly i got a call on the next day from two trust members they said uh, we would like to meet you you come to some room in prashantralayam uh, i'm wondering what is happening suddenly all this call is quiet having swami's darshan and uh, suddenly what is this official uh, this thing and all that they said as soon as they saw me they said uh, swami wants you to handle finance and accounts of central trust central trust is the main trust in prashantralayam all donations come there that is the only trust which is operated by swami himself 
and all payments important payments and all projects are done from there that is the main trust i was very surprised and shocked i was 40 the central trust is manned by very very senior members trust members very old devotees they are all very seasoned very experienced and here am i not doing anything just a little bit of accounts and all that finance and accounts of that was something very scary but coming from swami and uh, i said uh, whatever swami says i'll do and that was the second part of the surrender uh, lesson that swami began water project anantapur water project began in march 1995 it was a 300 crore project on february end 28th february swami says you handle finance and accounts evening i get a news that i am supposed to meet swami the next day in his residence along the trusty with some papers i was totally i don't know but i deep inside i totally trusted swami even though the surface mind used to say what is happening so many official things and all that so the next day i couldn't sleep in the night the next day with trepidation and other things and all that the first time i'm entering his residence and what uh, with a trustee and water project has started pipes had come it was a very massive project the pipes and materials were more than 100 crores and lnt was the main contractor their bill was more than 100 crores i had never passed such huge bills as a chartered accountant in my uh, in this life i don't know whether previous lives i had or passed huge bills pipes nothing in lakhs everything was in crores only and uh, very few people students had not had joined trust and all that they started joining in 98 95 and uh, hardly anybody the entire burden of this thing was there the first day i go and then uh, swami was talking beautifully lovingly only the trustee swami and myself were there and he was explaining to me the water project the features of that so many thousands of kilometers of pipes lawson and tubro is there era eram krishna who is the chief of that is our devotee is a fantastic devotee and uh, swami was explaining that this is how this thing you handle the accounts and other things and all that i was really <laughs> but i always had a feeling that swami will take care there is no this thing at all that whether staff are there or not whether this thing is there i just have to pray then swami will do the rest sort of a thing the entire water project of 3 and 1/2 years all the checks only i had to give i had to write the check and swami will sign swami is the sole signatory and he will sign and i have one pen which is in that pen only i used to make that <laughs> check i had got it as a gift from somebody and uh, swami used to take that pen and then sign i i kept it very jealously guarded it all be it 1 lakh or be it 15 crores i had to see whether 
it had to be paid or not, verify that. Whether I had any assistance or not, ultimately I had to report. And then Swami will just, he won't ask the bills, he won't ask anything. He said, Chusava, that one word itself, you'll have to be very, very careful. Because, you know, the Chusava means he, he has gone through all this in his omniscience. And uh, before that, before saying, on some Chusana or something, before that, you'll have to really do a lot of homework, whatever the time, the previous night, or this or that and all that. Once I say, okay, you say, check way. So I used to write the check and he'll just sign. I have never worked any, under any boss who will just sign crores and crores of checks like that. And Swami was the only boss who was like that. And uh, that's it. I used to wonder, I used to carry some vouchers and this and that. What generally we do in finance and all that. I don't know whether finance people are here. And uh, Swami will just say, no, 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 just uh, write the check. Right from 95 till 2006, that has been the uh, practice. So the water project was about three, three and a half years. It finished only around 98, September, October, and it was inaugurated and all that. The entire finance accounts, and not only that, that was only a small part of it, the central trust work, and other uh, this thing and all that. And he said, anytime if you want, you can come to my residence and all that. That was something unimaginable in my life. When I came to uh, Prashanti Nalayam, I thought I might get one interview. Swami may see me. Swami may smile at me. Because, you know, I, so much of desire was there in my mind that Swami should come near, He should speak to me, and He should smile, He should always call me, and, and all that completely in that central trust, uh, that three and a half years, almost he satisfied all those desires of Samipyam, Salokyam, Sayujyam and uh, Sarupyam, I don't know. That requires a lot of spiritual this thing. Salokyam and Samipyam, being near him. So, some other, I have written a lot on this experience itself. The, the, so we'll just, I could go to his residence, I'll just sit down. And then in, in the chair, he'll keep on reading letters. He had quite a lot of baskets on the right side and quite a lot on the left side. He'll take each one of the devotee's letters. Sometimes he'll talk, kya samachar, he'll say, emi samacharam. Sometimes uh, he'll just take the letter, read it throw it here. Sometimes he will not even read. He will just throw. And he will ask. Immediately a doubt will come. So he saw me reading all the letters and other things and all that. Immediately he will catch. He will say, pick up that. <laughs> and then tell the contents. Every situation, Swami will act as human and divine. And when he is acting, what or what is happening, will any devotee will get confused. If you go near him, you'll see a lot of human uh, aspects. And if you think he's human, immediately the divine aspect will be there and then you don't know what's what. Sometime back, a few minutes back, he was asking me what is this and other things and all that. Now when I'm about to tell him that and all that, he repeats everything, even without my telling me. Is it a drama? Is it this thing and other things and all that. After the water project was over and all that, 2001, 
after that project was over and all that, he just kept me like that in cold storage. He said, just be there, that's all. You won't talk and other things and all. 2001, before Yugadi, he just called me one day and then said, you go and work in Whitefield Super Specialty Hospital. That is a very surprising thing because two, three years after the water project, I had not done much. And suddenly Swami said, you be in charge of finance there, you go and work. Every month you come and then meet me. So every month he had given an opportunity to make the budget for the hospital and then uh, go and then present it to him, tell him about all the hospital uh, work that is going on, the operations and other, uh, this thing and all that. And uh, month after month, every month it used to be one hour or one and a quarter hours, tremendous amount of uh, love and wisdom poured from every cell of Swami, which uh, hopefully I have absorbed a little bit of it. Now, this is the structure. Various events happened in these last 44 years, particularly in the last 20 years. Now, what is it that as Bhagavatas, I'm one like you, that we have learned or that's very appealing. Of course, the love that poured out of Swami is unimaginable. And Swami's love was like sunlight, not focused on one, two, it's not narrow. It's like sunlight. If you bask in it, if you sit near Him, time stops. Your mind stops. You don't know where you are. You don't want this whole thing to end. You don't want this thing to end at all. Swami is sitting there in the chair, you sit down. One hour, two hours also you don't want. In some of the water project meetings where LNT and others were there and all that, three hours also he gave opportunity just to sit and gaze at him. It's very, very difficult to imagine a situation where day in and day out you are looking at somebody, you don't get bored. You want more of it. You are very hungry for this darshan. And even if he doesn't speak, sometimes yes, I have sat near him for even half an hour or 45 minutes without a word. He will just uh, read the letters or do something and this and that and all that. But drenched in that bliss. You don't want to just get out of it. You, you feel that that should not end at all. What is it that was in Swami that made us enjoys uh, Samipyam so much to the exclusion of anything in life that he can think of. That is what is really thinking of that now in the last 20 years, whatever has happened, it gives so much of bliss to me. There, we, uh, the moment Swami used to push the, uh, you know, his, uh, this thing, Padam, this thing was there, that was a dreaded, <laughs> That moment we dread because you know the whole thing is going to close. We don't know next what is going to happen. In the sense, next time whether he'll get or not, you can't take anything for granted with Swami. So the unconditional love and Swami attached a lot of importance to Seva. We treat it not in the same, we don't give that much of importance to Seva as Swami did. Once, you know, when the water project was 
in full steam, the trust ran out of funds. It is recorded so I can go public. Swami himself has spoken in public. We had to borrow. Swami borrowed crores and crores to implement the Anantapur water project from a bank. I was keeping all accounts of overdraft and other things and all that. I had to faithfully report how many you have borrowed and all that. What is the donation? How we do that? Swami was not at all perturbed. So one day in Prashantinalayam, I was a familiar figure. Some of the functionaries, without telling Swami, we joined together, small, small people, did that and all that. We said, we all will donate some 5,000, 10,000, 15,000. These are nothing compared to the 300 crores that Swami is spending. But we were feeling a bit guilty. Swami is borrowing and what is this? Trust was borrowing. So I made about 30, 40 checks. All Sri Satisai Central Trust, account payee and other things and all that. And one day stealthily when I went to him, he just said, Swami, the ashramites were working here. He gave such a stern look. He said, who asked you to collect all this? I don't need money. Money will come. If the motives are selfless, money will come by itself. And uh, you go and give everybody from whom you have taken, give them this, the check back, tell them Swami is very, very happy with the seva that they are doing. He values the seva much more than money. Money will come and this project will go on. Many of uh, functionaries, they doubt whether uh, water will come, whether money will come and all that. When Swami undertakes something, there is absolutely no doubt at all. These are all passing clouds. But seva is more important to me. So you tell each one of them and then come and tell me tomorrow what you told them. <laughs> so it was quite an ordeal. 30, 40 people going and tell, telling them, give the check back and then say, Swami is very, very happy that he doesn't want your check and he is very happy with the seva. Seva is higher than anything. So Regarding omniscience, any number of times Swami used to make it known to me very indirectly that He knows everything. Once He gave a gift, around 2002, 2003, when I had gone for the month end, I brought that gift and kept it here. I, I stay here. And uh, one of my nephews had come after about 10-15 days and when he was about to leave, I thought of giving this gift to him. Suddenly, I, I remembered this gift is given to me by Swami. I, I shouldn't part with it to somebody. Three times it happened. Then I forgot about it. I gave him something and then the whole thing was over. It was around 10th or something of that month. I go there on the 30th and Swami, as usual, all our monthly meetings used to be official meetings and some personal, this, that, and all that. One hour went off, nothing happened. Then in the afternoon, he called me and one of my colleagues to the interview room and said, when he called in, we were very, this thing, said, uh, Swami is going to speak something about official things, this, that, and other, you know. The first thing Swami said is, I simply wanted to talk to both of you. It was nothing. No agenda. You're all looking after the hospital there. If you're happy, you look at, you look after that well. And then started talking very nicely and suddenly turned to me and then repeat, said these words. 
if i give any gift to you it doesn't matter even if you part with it to others there is nothing wrong with it because your act is you want to give something to others how will you feel this episode my parents don't know my colleague who stays with me he doesn't know i have not told this to anybody it happens around 15th or something of this month 30th you go and very smilingly he says there is nothing wrong and then packs any number of such incidents the time is too short for that wherein specifically he wanted me to know that i know everything just keep quiet one of these month end when i went there there uh, all the four uh, two hospitals and the university four four of us used to meet swami the presentation made by the hospital and the university took a long time i didn't get much time so i was just wondering before the interview ended i asked swami i want to meet you again in the evening uh, why don't you call me swami just kept quiet swami came for uh, darshan around 3 3:30 and uh, called me and between 12:30 and 3:30 i had prepared elaborately of so many points in the hospital what i should ask so many of them were there seven eight at least this this this, this they, they, i had to ask and then get because the whole month i won't be coming here and what's going to happen and all that this time he called me and the first thing he says is what is it that i don't know that you are going to tell me now imagine 3 hours before so i said what is this what is that how many doctors did that nothing and all that he says what is it that i don't know that you are going to tell me now fresh before i could answer anything one by one all the seven eight points he said this is what you wanted to tell me every one of these points he repeated don't worry i'll take care of it now what do you make of such a person sometimes he says no no you should have told me why didn't you tell me you're failing once i told him swami you know everything why why are you asking me he said i know everything but it's your duty to tell me it will purify you it's for you to grow that way you know swami's avatar who did self is only an opportunity for us everything that he did is an opportunity for the devotees who love him and who have called him they could be from any religion any caste any creed anywhere nothing really if you have love for god then you are swamis others are also swamis but we don't realize that and everything was an opportunity for the devotees to enjoy the love see even dushta uh, shikshana or something you know punishing the wicked wicked and all that these are all negative things god never does god is all love and the devotee the love of the devotees sages prayed and i came our own love concretized as bhagwan sri satya sai baba and everything he did was to give us an opportunity avataram vachinade avakasham ivadaniki so everything is an is a uh, an opportunity provided to us working in the hospital working in the trust working anywhere you know i'll give you one small example in the central trust when i once i took some bills to be paid material bills to be paid for the water project lakhs and lakhs i, I don't know I, i i didn't probably i didn't check properly 
just took it swami saw on that occasion he said tarvatara ipudoddu i was a bit this thing the suppliers are calling and this and that what is it that i should do swami saying like this and all that that's all the words were there i immediately came back then suddenly i realized let me check i started rechecking the whole thing unimaginable errors were there for the first time on the last time <coughs> and uh, i was shuddering how did i take this to swami we would have paid lakhs more and uh, whole night uh, i called somebody here there and other things and all that started checking and then made a thorough investigation to the whole thing next day went and confessed to swami swami this is what i found yesterday you didn't sign that nakanni telusu he said so the point is everything is known to divinity omniscience omnipotence and omnipresence is i cannot believe if anybody says that swami is not omnipresent or omniscient or omnipotent any number of anything he could do but if he does you know see lord sri rama could have killed ravana from wherever he was and then got back sita any length of time then where is the uh, hanuman's role there where are the varuna's role and i brought this to the correct topic of vanras so the the seva smallest and uh, i remember uh, the episode of draupadi with uh, lord krishna once lord krishna had got injured in one of the fingers and others were there each one started one started bringing some medicine another started bringing some cloth to tie and this and that and all that draupadi alone cut a bit of the sari and tied it and the blood start stopped and we all know what happened later and how the lord saved her seva has got we have to do something we have to take one step some faith some seva something swami used to say even at least give some water in the canteen do something so seva not expecting of course we will say that we should not expect and all that it's very very difficult not to expect anything at least to expect god's grace or you know all my uh, 44 years i i always expected whenever swami used to be there will he see me will he talk to me will he smile me that never left me i never said no 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 everything is swami is this thing and all that that craving for swami's darshan sparshan sambhashan that is what preserves our uh, devotion that never leaves any uh, devotee the moment swami is going to come for darshan and all that we are very thrilled will he come near will he smile will he talk will he call us for an interview i don't think any devotee will say no 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 i don't want an interview no what is there and other things and all that i am the atma and other things and all that all those things go then we won't be here if we are the atma and uh, we are everywhere we might be the atma but still you know we want god's uh, uh, you know the darshan sparshan sambhashan we crave for that that very craving that love that one swami said your spiritual hunger has decreased i'll see to it it increases and stop talking he said spirituality is about spiritual hunger you should hunger for god and if it decreases swami said your spiritual hunger has decreased i'll i'll teach you i'll 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 increase it and you know he will ignore any number of such treatment 
the one part of it which I have related is okay. But the other part where he has developed my soul by ignoring, by not talking, by saying, no, 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 you're doing this, that and all that. How I came through and all that is a big story. But the point is both we'll have to take. With Swami, you'll have to take both happily. Even though you'll be hurt at that time, happily you'll have to take it. And then say, if Swami does this, then there is a meaning to it. It is for my good and only good things will happen. If we do that, there is no end to the blessings that are waiting for you. One more. I don't know how long the sponsors will allow me. A few more minutes. Once he stopped talking in the Central Trust uh, era, and he wouldn't even, he used to give every year dress in the, for the birthday and other, uh, this thing and all that. That particular birthday, he didn't give dress or anything. He didn't talk and he didn't give dress. Inside everything was, a volcano was going on. And I'm a, a little bit of philosophy, I'll read and just talk to somebody and this and that. And mind used to be quite woolly woolly. Pray to Swami also. Nothing happened and uh, he gave to everybody almost. The boys used to come there, he distributed watches, clothes, this, that, before his birthday. Scrupulously avoided me in the veranda. When he gave to people this side and that side, I don't think Swami has any side problems for avoiding me. It was a deliberate, that was not the first time, so many things have happened. All something was going on, churning, the uh, churning was going on. Two months, quite a lot of muck must have come out, or at least come up. Around Makara Sankranti, I get a tap in our door. We stay in West Prashanti there. And Mr. Chiranjira is there outside. And the first thing he says is, he has two dresses in his hands. And he says, Swami told me to tell you that he forgot to give you these dresses during birthday. To compensate that, he gave two dresses to you now. I was very happy at least. I was treated as an entity after a long time. But imagine how if he had forgotten in the veranda when, when so many people are given, if one person is... Swami, you know, sometimes he comes again and again, again and again and all that. I shifted my places also on that day. Okay, this row, if he doesn't come, let me try this row, sort of. All these are our uh, tremendous uh, intelligence, crooked intelligence at work. And after two months, after the birthday, he says, he sends an emissary and then says he forgot and he feels bad about it. And uh, to compensate it, two dresses are there and all that. Because, you know, I, I would feel very bad about it, you know. That day you didn't give in front of everybody. You insulted me by not giving. Swami is both a giver and a taker. If you only think that Swami will keep on giving you, every time you come, he'll give an interview. Every time he'll come, he'll smile at you. Every time, all problems will be solved. That's totally, that's not been my experience and many other devotees and all that. In giving and not giving, we'll have to learn. That is the real secret of... Uh, Swami's uh, uh, being with Swami. When he gives, taking it is one of the easiest things to do. He keeps on giving when he gives. It doesn't rain, it pours, they say, no. It, the grace pours like anything. But be sure, the other day, the D-Day is very, very nearby. Suddenly, he will feign 
total ignorance of the existence of your existence the drama will start i have seen him in monthly meetings also if four of us are there he can avoid one person sitting right in front of him from my own personal experience i can tell you that itself will pinch you pinch you pinch you if you really value his uh, uh, the company and everything that swami stands for till you enquire in that pain only you have to enquire if during that time if you think egoistically that i leave and go i don't want this all along you are talking to me why have you stopped what mistake have i done what fault have i committed i am okay you are talking to people who are not that great i am greater than them all sorts of things will come if you leave and go then you miss it you miss the bus you don't evolve with swami you the evolution is with giving and not giving initial 23 24 years from 66 67 and all that very little darshan temporary darshan sevadal this that and everything and all that the pining increased from 90 it started first 6 years it was tremendous next 4 years just like uh, wood or stone another 5 6 years tremendous then it becomes you will have to handle this everyone every devotee be a trustee or a member or closest principal or anybody goes through that at various uh, this thing and all that introspects he doesn't at that time judge for me he doesn't say that no 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 you are wrong and i am right what wrong have i committed and other things and all that that is why it's not that once you come to swami everything will go okay all my exams i will pass all i'll get the best uh, job the best salary nobody will insult me nothing of that sort you will have to take everything but he'll give the grace to bear all the things that you have to control he gives the grace before itself before an event happens itself he knows how can he do it for millions and millions of people that is divinity so if i have to summarize swami's this thing and all that ishwara or guru atmeti ishwara guru and atma are one and to be in this 44 years whatever evolution has taken place still a lot to go to me swami was ishwara guru and atma all the three three in one you have three in one era as the inner sai is the atma as an outer sai who took a form lived for 84 years he was guru and atma and ishwara also because you know the omniscience is ishwara's property omniscience omnipotence omnipresence is ishwara's property we can't see the body and then say oh the body was like this and all that inwardly swami was aware swami said every person who comes to my darshan i know his past present and future it's no empty statement nobody can just make a statement and get away 100% it is true any number of times any number of incidents i have not exhausted all the incidents i have told about 10 or 15% of that again and again swami if you are really keen if you take the first step you have faith if you if you the first initial surrender we do then he takes you holds your hand and takes you step by step by step by step the next step you don't ask him what is it because it is very scary only he knows lead kindly light he takes us but the first step itself we don't know if i go there whether uh, what uh, salary they'll give me 
whether that is enough or not, we don't know. What will be the conditions? Will I get an accommodation? Will I get two rooms? I got four people, nothing of that sort. You know, initially itself, we have all these doubts, nothing happens. All these 21 years, we had only one room and my parents also stay with me. We have not had any problems. The second room comes only, there is a problem for us. In Puttaparthi, Swami gave one room. Here also, he gave one room. Absolutely no problems. You had to sleep down, we sleep down gladly. We had to sleep on the cot, we sleep. Absolutely, because of the mindset is there, you know, Swami has given, that is a prasadam, nothing more. Once he said, very tantalizingly, he said, one room, so many people, three of you and other things and all that, I feel very bad about it. I, I'll find out, I'll talk to some trustee and then find out two rooms and other things and all that. Just he was trying to see what sort of uh, reply this fellow is going to give and all that. I said, Swami, no, no, why two rooms, it desires and other things and all, some philosophy. So we said, it is not desire. Two, uh, three people are there, two rooms, what is the desire? No, 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 you have you not learned all this properly and all. Two rooms is a need. You should have it. No, nicely, what is that? But he would not give that. The point is, he's just trying to dwell into your consciousness. Of course, he need not do anything. Oh, the entire consciousness, past, present and future is open book for him. But these are all leelas of God, you know. You know, if it, in one of our interviews, our family was there, Swami asked so many questions. And people, my own sister and others all answered something. Swami said, I know everything. If I don't talk, you'll feel, you'll mistake. That is why I ask all these things. So, before I'm asked to go out of this place, I would, uh, you know, I don't know this one hour, one and a half hours, how it used to go. I feel the presence of Swami here with the devotees. Their uh, love for Swami and mine is mingling into the whole thing. Ultimately, spiritual path is all about love for God. And without love for, the more that love is spread, more intense it is, the better it is for us and better it is for the world. So, Bhagavatas should meet more often, be they of any faith, to talk about the, their own experiences with divinity, more often, more intensely, and that should go into every cell of our uh, body, body, mind, heart, anything and everything that we have, it should seep into it. Only that love for God will set us right on, set us right on the right path also. We can't just go and then say, this is not right, I should not do this is right. It's very difficult to do that. If your heart is suffused with God, then you listen to what God says, first you, you are near to Him, then you have to become dear to Him. Swami told me also, mere nearness is not enough, sir, you'll have to be dear. Then what is it to be dear? You'll have to listen to what He says and then practice one or two of what He says. I mean, you just can't do as you like and then say, God, you just, uh, He says, help ever, hurt never. Keep on hurting and then want grace. I don't think. Love all, serve all means you select and only I have only this family, three people and others are all, let them go to hell, I'm not bothered. No, that doesn't work. We have to expand our heart. So a little bit. And uh, we are very grateful to Swami, me and my colleagues in Super Speciality Hospital, that he has given a ready-made seva for us, that we have the sense to uh, preserve this privilege that he has given. Just going there, we feel Swami's... If you are there in the campus, if you are there in that room, even if we don't do much, we feel like we are in Prashantinalem. Absolutely. I am sure all my colleagues will agree. The same thing is true 
for the students who are studying here they have not come here by chance nobody ever comes here by chance swami told the doctors in one of the private interviews in 2001 when he had come only 20 doctors were there i was fortunate to be there he said there are so many hospitals in this world why have you come here to this hospital to uh, treat the patients have you ever uh, inquired swami asked then he said there are so many hospitals why have why are some patients coming only to this hospital and not to other hospital swami said there is some connection between you the doctors and the patients some past connection is there realize it and treat them with love the same thing holds for every student the nursing students and the brindavan students who are here you have not come here by chance without a past connection you cannot step in swami said nobody can enter prashantinilayam gate or brindavan gate without my will if you think otherwise you better change your opinion right now because you will realize it very soon nobody ever comes without swami calling and that connection we have to keep it the heart to heart connection wherever you are physically all of us being here working here is impossible throughout the life but wherever you are that connection has to be kept you should realize that connection you should be grateful to the institution which has given so much of uh, so much to us and uh, if you remember and then just as i started the whole thing you should speak to others about the good things that you have learned here and what this institution stands for that is uh, service enough and practice to some extent what swami says all the things we are not saying to practice everything start practicing important things then life will be very swami will handhold you till the end of this life and future lives also will take you all jai sai ram